I would assume that Australians are out there still on the beach in the middle of the winter. The fight for health justice and equity often begins with a simple conversation. So let's start it here on Black Body Health, the podcast. I'm Natasha Phelps, lawyer, director at the Center for Black Health and Equity, and host of your favorite podcast. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, podcast family. I've missed you. We've missed you at the Center for Black Health and Equity. You may have noticed that we missed an episode last week. That's because, I think I mentioned before, pretty much the entire organization went down to New Orleans, which, hello, New Orleans is amazing. Um, We were down there for a conference, the National Conference on Tobacco or Health. Um, And as you may know, tobacco was really the foundation of the work that we started to do at the Center for Black Health and Equity. Obviously, we do many other subject areas that uh, touch Black health, but tobacco was kind of our bread and butter for a while. Obviously, really paying a lot of attention to the uh, black health issue, which is menthol flavored cigarettes, cheap flavored cigars, etc. But we were uh, very happy to be reunited in New Orleans at the NICDO conference. Uh, but we are back now. We went there, uh, practiced good safety precautions as much as we could. Um, and now we're back uh, getting back into our work. Today, we're going to have somewhat of a quick episode just because there's a lot going on. Number one, I wanted to just mention the fact that it is fibroids awareness month. Um, And for that, we'll be dropping a toolkit about fibroids. It's going to, it's really, I've seen a sneak preview. I haven't seen the final version. I don't know exactly which date it's going to drop, but when you hear this episode, check out our website to see um, if if we've published it. But the toolkit is really, really pretty. It's very cool. It's going to include recipes, you know, fun recipes that, that are, um, good for you, that tastes good, and have uh, personal stories and just um, include information on how to better advocate for your personal health um, as it relates to fibroids. Um, and so this is targeted towards uh, Black women and people um, that have uh, uteruses. So take a listen to our past fibroids episodes. Uh, we did one podcast episode on fibroids in April of 2022. Uh, it's called Stand Up For Yourself, Personal Battle With Uterine Fibroids. This one was an episode where I had a coworker of mine, Sterling, and her sister come on, who was a doctor, and talk a little bit about Sterling's personal experience and the experience of many uh, Black people with fibroids. And then we had an episode on fibroids when we were kind of numbering the episodes, number 23, uh, called Emerging Work at the Center for Black Health and Equity. So we have two episodes on fibroids for you to take a listen to during fibroids awareness month. So check that out. Um, But today's episode, we're really going to focus on another focus of July, which is UV safety month. Um, And I think it's really important that we talk about UV safety, skin health, um, and African-Americans, because there's this myth that, you know, we can't get sunburn we don't need to wear sunscreen. Our skin is meant to take the sun, et cetera, et cetera, without any type of regard to climate change and where we live. Um, and the fact that at this point, um, there are many reasons why we need to be taking added precautions in order to protect ourselves from skin conditions that can uh, be detrimental and deadly. 
Um, And so we're going to talk about that today, but just a quick episode, but let's be clear right from the start, no matter what color your skin is, no matter how dark your skin is, how much, how deep your melanin is, if you are exposed to the sun, there is always you know, at a possibility of sun damage and a possibility that you can get skin cancer. It is true that those of us who are melanated, especially black people who are darker skin because of the melanin. Um, there are many reasons why, um, you think that you can't get skin cancer, um, and that a darker skin tone is more protective than lighter skin tone. So it is true that darker skin tends to have more of a pigment, which, you know, is called melanin, which does protect from the sun's harmful rays. Um, But that doesn't mean that people with dark skin can't get skin cancer, can't have sun damage, can't get sunburn. Um, They can and they do. It's just not as high as the rates for fairer skinned people. Um, And so it's really important to acknowledge this, especially in light of climate change with, you know, in the intensity of the sun's rays with the, uh, with less protection that we have from the ozone layer. Um, and especially depending on where you live in the world, it is really, really important that you are protecting your skin, um, from the sun. And so there's many reasons why people think that this is not something that they need to worry about. Number one, like I just said, thinking that melanin is the ultimate protector from sun damage, um, et cetera. Um, But also some people believe that, you know, if you wear sunscreen, then you are not going to have enough vitamin D, that you'll be low in vitamin D because your skin is dark, because you already aren't taking in as much as your melanin is is protecting you from sun damage. It's also uh, preventing you from absorbing the vitamin D that you get from sun exposure. And so some people might say, well, it's not good to wear sunscreen because then you'll be deficient in vitamin D, but you can always take a vitamin D supplement and still protect your skin. So, you know, I think the idea of having a balance of protection is really important. Um, and so let's, let's talk about how to do that. Um, and let's talk about what, why we really need to Um, be talking about this during UV awareness month. So can black people get skin cancer? Yes. Black people can develop skin cancer because they can be exposed to the same environmental risk factors. Like we talked about UV rays from the sun, just as everybody else, even though skin cancer is less common in black people. um, There was a CDC uh, data set that showed that, um, one case of melanoma, which is a form of skin cancer, occurred in 100,000 Black people compared with 25 cases per 100,000 white people. Um, And so knowing about skin biology and that melanin is protective um, and Black people, Black skin have higher amount of melanin, uh, which absorbs or reflects UV rays from the sun, does help to protect skin cells from uh, the harm of the sun. Um, and so yes, that level of protection is not present in white skin or fair skin, which makes that skin more vulnerable, uh, to damage from the UV rays. But just because skin cancer is less common in black people, um, it doesn't mean that it makes sense for us to perceive the risk as for skin cancer as low. Um, and so some people might, not seek care, might not take protective measures like wearing skin cancer. And this is really problematic 
um, you know, there was a 2018 study that showed that black and Latino um, people perceive themselves to have a low risk of skin cancer due to having a darker skin tone or not knowing or believing that there is a lack of skin cancer in your family history. And then really thinking that, um, you don't have to wear, um, sun protection because of that. It's really, really damaging, uh, information and data to understand because of that, uh, false understanding. Um, so often black people are not getting skin cancer checks or they see something, they may not see a, um, mark on their skin that could potentially be early stage of cancer. Um, and so according to the American Academy of Dermatology, 25% of melanomas or, you know, a spot on your skin that, um, is early stage skin cancer, um, 25% of melanomas in black people are diagnosed after the cancer has already spread to, other areas of the body, like surrounding lymph nodes. And so receiving that diagnosis at a later, later stage can make it much harder to treat. And that's actually um, a huge reason why we are seeing black people um, having more advanced cancer that's harder to treat and then being more likely to die from skin cancer than white people. And so it's this whole thing of like, okay, well, the likelihood of you developing skin cancer is low. That's what people think. And so I don't have to wear sunscreen. I don't need to worry about skin cancer checks. I don't need to go to the doctor and get an annual skin, uh, skin exam. I don't need to do any of that. Well, because of all of those things put together, we see then um, more advanced skin cancer when Black people do eventually show up to the doctor's office and then a higher likelihood of dying from skin cancer, even though the actual um, skin cancer diagnosis is much greater for people who are white or fair skin. And so it skin cancer is the most common type of cancer in the United States. Um, and the most serious of that of them is melanoma. It's something that we can all just maybe take a little bit of time to just think a little bit about. And so that's what I think July, UV Awareness Month, um, that's that's really a good time to do so. Um, and so thinking about where skin cancer appears on the body is one way of um, raising your awareness and maybe doing a self-check on yourself. So generally speaking, skin cancer can appear on areas of the body that are often exposed to sunlight. That makes sense, right? Face, your ears, your scalp, you know, when your hair is parted, neck, shoulders, arms, et cetera. But on black skin, um, these uh, areas where skin cancer shows up are often more in really specific areas of the body, like at the bottom of the foot lower legs, the palms, under a fingernail or toenail, or a, you're in your groin area. And when you think about why you think about what is lacking on the bottom of your foot, you know, what color are your palms? If you have melanin that is protective on those other areas that we talked about, like your ears and your neck and your shoulders, um, consider how skin cancer might show up if, uh, in those kind of, uh, areas that are not quote unquote protected by the melanin. Um, on your body. And so keeping an eye on those areas is really important. Also understanding that cancerous areas on black or darker skin um, may appear uh, differently than it would if you Googled and, and uh, skin cancer and saw fair skin pictures. Um, you would on black skin see this type of cancerous area really showing up as dark brown or purple, even like a gray, ashy gray. Um, or black, um, but really looking out for those spots and then 
the type of spots that have really different color distribution. So you might have a spot that is darker in one place and lighter in another. Um, maybe that the shape is a little irregular, you know, it's asymmetrical. It's not just like a perfect circle, um, keeping out for an eye out for that. And then also those areas might bleed or form into a sore. So these are just things to keep an eye out on. Go to the doctor if you have any suspicious areas and, you know, really just take some time to think about the fact that um, your melanin is gorgeous and amazing and has a lot of protective properties, but it doesn't do as much um, as uh, additional safety protection measures do. Um, And so I think the SPF that melanin translates to, you know, as far as like sunscreen goes, I think melanin can provide maybe like 13% or 13 SPF, whereas a lot of sunscreens that are recommended in many parts of the world are at least 30, if not 50. And so you can see that melanin is not um, obviously providing that type of SPF um, as a sunscreen would. So I just wanted to give a couple of recommendations for some sunscreens that I really like that I've tried out, um, and have worked for me. And then some that I've heard are really good. And when I say that are really great and work for me, or that I've heard are good, what I'm talking about are sunscreens that are moisturizing, that don't, um, you know, that are not oily and that don't leave a cast, right. That don't have a white cast that makes your skin, uh, look like ashy or gray or whatever. Um, the first sunscreen I'm going to mention is black girl sunscreen, uh, which is available at target. Um, I think that sunscreen is about 30 SPF. If you're looking for, uh, a higher SPF, I maybe black girl sunscreen has an SPF that's more than that, but, um, that's a really nice, uh, sunscreen, uh, really, it's really moisturizing. I think there's an oil in that one. There's a jojoba and avocado oil in that one, but it's very sheer. It looks very nice on, um, you can just put that on over lotion. I, I really like that one. The other sunscreens that I like are from super goop, um, super goop. I think you can find that. Oh, black girl sunscreen. You can find at target. I think they sell it at Walgreens, you know, just, uh, general retailers and then super goop. I believe you can find that kind of more specialties shops like Ulta and, um, Sephora, but I actually think they might be selling it at Target now too. Um, but I really like Supergoop, uh, their unseen sunscreen. It's a really thin veil, uh, a really light sunscreen that has more of a, like a velvety finish, but that's really nice to put on your face and on your body every day. Um, there are different sunscreens, obviously for your face and there are for your body. So just make sure you're paying attention. So you're not experiencing any other type of uh, breakout or aggravation of skin condition on your face by using body SPS on your face. Um, but I really like their unseen sunscreen. And then I also really like, um, uh, a face, uh, sunscreen that's has a glow to it. So check out super goop. Um, they have very nice, uh, products there that are not, don't have a cast. Um, and then also Neutrogena has some really great sunscreens. Um, there's Neutrogena Hydro Boost. That's an SPF of 50. I think you can get that anywhere, you know, uh, Walgreens or Amazon, uh, but that has a really nice um, moisturizing uh, component of it. So it's kind of like a gel texture. Um, and so if that's more of your speed, I have heard, I haven't used it myself, but I have heard that that does not um, cause a white cast um, and it's very moisturizing and it's also absorbs oil. So you won't have a really oily face full of uh, sunscreen. And then also I've heard that sun bum 
um, SPF sunscreen lotion, the uh, SPF 51. I've heard that also is a nice sunscreen that does not have uh, white casts. So Sun Balm, Neutrogena, Hydra Boost, Super Goop, Unseen Sunscreen, and Black Girl Sunscreen, uh, Broad Spectrum. If you have any other sunscreens that you like that you are black owned, um, please hit us up on social media. Let us know what your favorite sunscreens are. If you have experience with skin cancer or skin cancer in your family that you'd like to share, please share that with us. It's really important that we don't, um, pretend as though skin cancer and protection from uh, UV rays and, and sun damage is not a black health issue. It absolutely is just because it's more rare than other people with less melanin does not mean that it's not an issue. And the fact that African-Americans are significantly more likely to die from skin cancer and be diagnosed at a later stage of skin cancer is obviously extremely concerning. So let's take a moment in July um, during UV safety month to consider how we protect ourselves from the sun and to maybe do a little self-exam or schedule an appointment for a skin cancer check at our doctor's office if it's accessible to you. Um, Obviously, all of this always falls under um, the understanding that having access to medical care and dermatologists um, is really difficult, especially um, if you don't have insurance or you don't have a trusted medical provider that you can go to. Um, I know that skin cancer exams do require um, more of a full body examination, which can obviously um, bring up a lot of things, especially for LGBTQ, Black LGBTQ plus um, family and friends. So all of this being said, I just want to highlight the issue so that you can um, you know, learn to advocate and um, learn more about your own health for your own self. So at least you are doing things like wearing sunscreen and maybe doing some checks or having a um, family or friend look for any suspicious, any type of suspicious, suspicious growth on your body um, in the month of July. But of course, a doctor is most qualified to do that. So I hope you're enjoying your summer in the sun, having fun, getting fresh air, um, but if, if, if you're listening, I guess in the Northern hemisphere, we might have some people in Australia who are experiencing winter, but I don't know if in Australia it's cold or if it's warm. I would assume that Australians are out there still on the beach in the middle of the winter, but I don't know. Anyways, if you're from Australia and listening to this podcast, please write to us. We want to know who in the world is listening from Australia. Anyways, the point is take care of yourself. Be safe in the sun. We will check you next time on the next episode. As always, be well. I hope you find time for rest, um, peace of mind. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.